Welcome, everybody, to the Sideline Speaks. Kevin Walker and Jason Collins. No Brittany Jones tonight. Brittany's got some stuff she's got to take care of, so it's just me and K-Walk tonight. K-Walk, what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? All is well, all is well. Looking forward to another great one. Miss you already, Britt. Yeah, man, we got, a, we got a good one tonight. We got a lot of fun stuff to talk about, a lot of good stuff to get into. We're going to talk some NFL. We're going to talk some NBA. We are going to, um, K. Walk's got his segments, of course, the one ticket, the who am I. We're even going to talk about our favorite movies. So we're going to get off the sports topic just a little bit tonight and get into our, some of our favorite movies. So we definitely got a fun show for, for you guys tonight. K. Walk, man, let's start with um, Saquon Barkley. Uh, obviously, he did not come to a deal, a long-term deal with the Giants, so he's going to have to play on that $10 million tag, or maybe not. Who who knows what Saquon's right. going to do here, but man, but first of all, like, what were your thoughts, man, on number one, them not being able to reach a deal, and then number two, do you think Saquon's going to hold out or sit out? Yeah, Jay, I, I mean, at first, um, I thought Saquon... Um, I thought he was messing up here, man, because of the fact that the matter is, you know, we always talk about or always talk about the the shelf life of a running back, and we know it's not yep. that long. So he's, you know, he's what, in his fourth, fifth year, whatever it is, I think it's his fifth year. And, you know, as we're starting to see, and we'll get into it a little bit more, but as we start to see that these running backs aren't being valued as much as they used to be. So, you know, right. we've seen with Josh Jacobs as well. Dalvin Cook is looking for a, a job. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is still out there looking for a job. And these guys, for the most part, are still in their prime. But, again, going back to the shelf life of a running back, it, it's tough. So I thought he should have played on a tag, show what he was worth, show that he can stay healthy for uh, two consecutive years because we know in the beginning of his career, and you kind of you kind of predicted this, Jay, as far as his yeah. health goes. But, you know, when, right before he was drafted, you, you thought he was going to have some injury problems, and he's had that. And he, last year was a great season for him. Um, he was the focal point of their offense. He stayed healthy. But what the Giants want to see, if he can continue to stay healthy, and that's what they want to pay him for. Uh, and, and Saquon Barkley wants to – I understand he wants to strike the iron why it's hot. But the, the Giants say, you know, not so fast. Play on this tag. Show what you're worth. If you do stay healthy, then we'll talk, you know, we'll we'll talk uh, extension. Um, but I agree with the Giants on this one. Uh, uh, Saquon Barker is playing with fire right now because his career, if he sits out, Jay, uh, I say he has to play on that tag. I don't think they're going to yeah. budge. I don't think either team – I don't think the Giants are going to budge. I can't speak for Saquon Barkley, but I think that he's playing with fire, man, for sure. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, I've said it before, like football players, they play football. Like I really don't see the value in trying to stop a, a year. I don't necessarily even think in this situation it really helps your leverage a whole lot. The Giants have offered what, what they're willing to offer. I think Chef came out today and said they were willing to do like around 20 million guaranteed okay. over a couple of years. So basically for him, a tag for two years, like the 10.1 right. exactly, and basically. then another right. year at basically 10.1 Saquon wanted, wanted more than that. Um, but yeah, man, I don't think sitting out really, I don't think that really helps this case a year, any more leverage. I don't think anyone's really predicting the giants to, to really set the world on fire. Anyway, right. I think the right. over under on their win percentage is like seven games. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it ain't like this is a, a team that's a running back away from going to. The 
tag and kind of see. I think I think Jay, you're freezing. I don't know if it's you or me. You freezing there? I think Jay may be frozen. I'm not sure if it's me, but uh, Jay, I think Jay might be frozen there. Let me uh, let me reach out to Jay, and then we know we'll continue on the topic of uh, uh, of Saquon Barkley. But uh, Jay is right in, in that in that regards as far as you know uh, Saquon Barkley goes, and. Um, and yeah, and you know, I didn't hear about the the, uh, the two year uh, guarantee, the two year uh, twenty million dollar guarantee, uh, which is uh, ultimately, uh, which is ultimately, like Jay said, is is two franchise tags uh, uh, for sure. So um, yeah, I think again, as I was saying earlier, I think Saquon Barkley is uh, you know uh, is playing with fire. Again, I, I just think that you know he should play on the tag, and and I don't think he should, you know, uh, I don't think he should sacrifice any part of his uh, the remaining part of his career, you know, whether it be a game, whether it be two games, whether it be three games, uh, or, or what have you. I, I just think that he should sign the tag, um, get back on the field as soon as possible, get on the field as soon as possible, uh, you know, and and also the Giants do have uh, guys, I mean, do have leverage there a, as well. They can go out and sign a, a, a Dalvin Cook, as I mentioned. Uh, they can go out and sign a, a, a Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know if they want to go that route but but dalvin cook nonetheless uh is um uh is probably you know uh, a good option a good second option there uh so we'll we'll see what they do we'll see if if saquon barkley holds out uh we'll see if uh the giants if they meet and is there is there a medium uh if they meet somewhere um you know in, in the middle of course but there's a, a lot there man i mean it is signed Daniel Jones to that, uh, you know, to that uh, that huge deal, and gave him all of that guaranteed money. So let's see if, uh, you know, because that showed that uh, they're more interested. They're saying that uh, Daniel Jones is more valuable than uh, Saquon Barkley. And again, we're we're going to see, you know, there's running back, uh, you know, this running back position possibly being, you know, being obsolete, and you know, we're going to start seeing, you know, receivers being, uh, you know, being. Um, you know, being in the backfield uh, uh, for sure in, in the future. So uh, um, it's going to be very interesting, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for sure. It's going to be very interesting to see how they handle this, how both sides, which side would budge first. Um, if I was a betting man, um, I would say that Saquon is going to have to sign that, uh, you know, sign that franchise tag uh, for sure. I just don't see the, I, I don't see the, uh, the Giants coming off, uh, you know, you know, giving him any more money um, than that franchise tag, um, uh, you know, warrants uh, for sure. So, uh, so we got Jay back. Jay, you there? Yeah, yeah, man. I don't, I don't know what that happened. I think my internet just went out completely. Um, okay, but I'm, all right. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back up. All right. I was monologuing, man. I was monologuing. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I, so I yeah, was, yeah. Was, but go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Well, no, no, I'm done talking. I think the the, the, the audience is done hearing me talk about. I was going to Yeah, man. And that, what man. I was going to ask you, and I don't know if you heard it before I got cut off or or anything, but I was going to say, do you think that 10.1 is a fair market value, like given yeah. the way that running backs are used today? Do you feel like that's a fair number for backs like Saquon, Josh Jacobs, etc.? 
Yes, I was actually kind of alluding to that right before you came on, Jay, is that that number is the number that the, the market dictates. You know, uh, you know, Josh, Josh Jacobs, I don't think he did he sign. I think he signed his, but he just didn't reach the deal. And then you got Tony Pollard from the uh, from the uh, the Cowboys. He signed his and he's going to play on he's going to play on that uh, on that tag. Yeah. So I think it's it is. We, we always say, you know, some of these quarterbacks and some of these running backs or receivers and whatever position. They're getting paid too much money, but that's what the market dictates. So I would say, yes, it's a fair number because everyone else, Josh Jacobs, who led the league in rushing, is getting that same is getting that same number. So I, I say, yes, it's a fair number for sure, Jack. Yeah, man, it's almost like running backs really have to reevaluate sort of how they fit into today's NFL. Right. It's not the 80s and it's not the 90s. You're not a 25 carry guy anymore. So right. your pay is going to have to reflect that. It's a different NFL now. So I think running backs, and this is this is a tough pill for s- some of them to swallow, obviously, but I, I, sure. until the game takes a shift back to, to running the football more, I think this is where running backs are going to have to just kind of face that reality of where they fit into today's NFL. Um, so good stuff there, K-Walk. Man, there's so much talk going on right now about the, the New York Jets, obviously, they're yep. going to be on hard knocks. Aaron Rodgers, man, every time I turn on my TV, somebody's talking about the Jets. And then I start looking at the, the AFC East as a whole, man. This is this is going to be a division. This is going to be a very yes. competitive division. So I thought, man, why don't we try to predict this thing? Let's go one through four. How do you think this thing's going to finish up, man? Because I've heard people saying the Jets – I've heard people say, don't sleep on New England. They got the best defense in the division. I've heard Mm -hmm. people in Miami saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I feel like this thing could really go either way. And you can't forget about Buffalo either, K-Walk. How do you see the AFC East playing out this year? Yeah, Jay, from one through four, I, I do have the Miami Dolphins, uh, you know, uh, winning this division, to, to be honest with you. I have okay. them at 12 and five. And this is all predicated, of course, on the health of uh, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, of, of course. I think my, another year right. under Mike McDaniel, the head coach, the play caller there, I think that's going to be crucial. Of course, you got Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Waddell um, there. And if you look on the defensive side, they added Jalen Ramsey. They also added Bradley Chubb a, yeah. as well. Um, so, and why not Miami? I mean, look look what's happened to my, in, in Miami in, 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 this, in the past few months. The Miami Heat went to the NBA Finals. Florida <laughs> Panthers went to the Stanley Cup. So why not? Why not? Why not the, uh, yeah. the Dolphins? But, yeah, all seriousness, if Tua can stay healthy, I can see this team winning this division and making a deep playoff run. But I do have the Miami Dolphins winning the uh, division, followed by Buffalo. I, I got Buffalo at 11-6. and six. Um, I just okay. don't, I just don't know what what Josh Allen we're going to get. Are we going to get Josh Allen the the uh, the, the the hero? Is he going to play hero ball? Is he going to play the team ball where he spreads it around? And uh, also, if you look at it, they didn't really get a guy right now, a true number two receiver. Um, but you know, after uh, after Diggs, you know, they obviously Diggs, um, you know, he uh, commands so much attention. I don't think they have a, a true number two just yet. Uh, you know, at, at that position. So I'm, I'm a little skeptical there. 
Uh, also, they don't have a number two cornerback. Um, they have uh, Tadavius White there, but they don't have another guy on the outside, on the opposite side of him. So you know it's going to yeah. be hard for Tadavius White to come, you know he's not a Darrell Revis, he's not a you know a Dion or anyone like that, or even Jalen Ramsey for that matter. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to put, take the Buffalo Bills here, and again, it's all predicated on what Josh Allen does. Uh, we'll see what Sean okay. McDermott can dial up for, uh, for sure. I got the Jets um, number three here. I, I got the Jets at ten and seven. Um, looking at their schedule, they 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 have one of the uh, that uh, yeah, they have the six. Uh, I think they have the six hardest schedule uh, in in the league. Um, you got Aaron Rodgers, okay. of course. You know you got you know a, a, a top flight uh, running. I mean a, a quarterback here. You got Sauce Gardner there, and then they they signed they, they extended uh, Quinton uh, Williams as well, which I thought was an excellent move by the uh, by the Jets. There, the guy is phenomenal. Um, then you look at the receivers. You got Alan Lazard, um, and, and you also have I forget the other young kid uh, Garrison as well, um, Garrett uh, Wilson as well. Now I, I love Robert Solid man, and that defense is going to be it's going it's going to be tough. But I just don't yeah. know, Jack. I don't know. I think we've seen this before with all this hype and the, all these guys are coming in. You got uh, you you got uh, Aaron Rodgers coming in, but at the end of the day, it's still the Jets. It's still the Jets. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know, Jay. So I'm, I'm going ten and seven with the Jets here. But and okay. New England, I got New England at seven and ten, man. I do. I know they have a strong defense, like you mentioned. Um, you know, they, um, you know, Mac Jones is another year and Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick may be on the hot seat. In, in my opinion, I know, I know it's the great Bill Belichick. How can you say that? He has a great defense. We, we know that we have a, yeah. he's a great defense. I don't know. I think they missed out on DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, yeah, as for well. sure. But, you know, I think that might've been the move that they should have made. And that they, I don't think they have a true number one. I know they brought in Juju Smith uh, Schuster. But I don't know if it's enough, Jay. So um, uh, with that being said, I, I I think they have a great defense that's going to keep them in games, but I don't think they'll have enough to, to get over the hump. So I got the the, uh, the Patriots finish 7-10 and 10 in this division. Yeah, man, it's funny because I, I put Miami first too, and I, I didn't know how you were going to go on this. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that we both have them at the top. And I think you're right, man. If, if this team can stay healthy, mainly two – at the quarterback position, mm-hmm. I think they have an excellent chance to win the division. Yes, I don't think there's absolutely. any question about that. <laughs> and then the only difference in our orders, I, I put the Jets at two instead. Of, I have the Bills at three and okay. the Jets at okay. two. And okay. maybe it is because of some of the hype. I, I know they're <laughs> going to be outstanding defensively. I think if Aaron Rodgers can play like the Aaron Rodgers we've seen, let's say yeah. maybe four or five years ago, I think they have a really good chance. Maybe a new environment, revitalized, mm-hmm. ready to go. So I, I'm saying that, hoping we get the best version of Aaron Rodgers. And I then agree. also to your it. point, I'm just not sure what we're going to get out of Josh Allen. Like he could be great, or he could be throwing into triple coverage. Like I'm just not sure what we're going to get. And like you mentioned, he does have a tendency to try to play hero ball from time to time. Yeah. So that's why I got the Bills at three. And even though I think New England's going to be better, I just think they're in a tough spot in the division. Yeah, I, I have them finishing last as well. So we agree on Miami uh, coming out of the AFC East on top. But that that's going to be a fun division. Do you think that's the best division in football, K-Walk? I, I hear people kind of going around. Is that the best division in football? That, that's a great question, Jay. I, 
Uh, I'm yeah. I think they they're going to be the. I think you could put the NFC North. I mean the AFC North up there as well. I you know I, I don't know what they're going to get with um with uh Kenny Pickett. I mean the Steelers are going to get with them if he could come and show and show the potential or play to the potential that you know that everyone thinks that he has. I think that might be the one of the best divisions um, in football because you already got you know you have the you know the Bengals who a lot of people are projecting to go you know, go far in the playoffs. You got the Browns, um, you know, with Deshaun Watson and, and, and that crew um, as well. And then, you, of course, you got Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, and now he's surrounded with weapons. So I would say I would give it to them, Jay, with AFC North a, a close second. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think those are probably the two divisions that that everybody's probably going to uh, fight over. But I, I, I think I agree, man. I think the AFC East this year – I think that's yeah. going to be a heck of a division. Fun one to keep an eye on for sure. All right, man, let's sure. talk about D-Hop because obviously the Patriots, that, that could have been a really nice pickup for them, a much-needed pickup for them. It, he's yeah. decided to take his talents to Tennessee. Do you think he yeah. made the right decision, number one, and then how do you think this works out for the Titans? Um. No, I thought he should have gone to the Patriots. To be honest with you, so I think both the Patriots and D Hop missed out on 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 that collaboration, if you will. Um, but him going to Tennessee, I can see why. He, I know he's. I think he's good friends with Derrick Henry, uh, and I think it's a good fit for uh, you know for Tennessee. If you look at it, they got they still have Ryan Tannehill there, and. Yeah, and it, and, it, and you know with a number one receiver like him because he's still a true number one receiver. I'm surprised a lot of people weren't knocking on his door and and he didn't get a lot of offers. I don't know if it was more on his side saying, "Now nah, I'm, I'm narrowing it down to this or, or what have you." But it's going to take a lot yeah. of pressure off of Derrick Henry for sure. You know, you don't have to look at he's not going to see those eight man fronts. You know, and them stacking up that line. You know, because he's the he's the uh, you know he's the engine that makes that offense go. So. Um, I, I think I think it'll fare well for the for the Tennessee Titans. I think he should have went to the Patriots, but I, I don't think it's a bad decision though by any stretch because I think he him and how, him and uh, the uh, Derrick Henry, I think it'll be a nice uh, running back receiver combination, especially for uh, for uh, uh, Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think he'll be fine there. But like you, I, th- I think I would have liked to see him. In- might have been a better fit for him. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, it was about the money. And I think Tennessee. Yeah. Here, so someone's going to offer you 15 versus what some other people may have been offering. I think you got to, I, I don't blame him per se for taking that 15 million. Right. And, and going to to see, which is going to be, you know, it's not, it'll be a fine place for him to be. So uh, that was an interesting one as well. All right. Okay. Well, let's do this, man. Let's grab a break. I I still see my internet flashing in and out. So let's, let's take a quick break. I'm going to see what's going on with this connection. And then when we come back, man, we're going to talk about uh, the top five quarterbacks we think coming into 2023. So we'll do that. When we come back, you're listening to the sideline speaks with Kevin Walker and Jason Collins. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. But we built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs. 
counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. I'm, I'm having all kind of connection issues over here. I think I got it straightened out, K Walk Man. You know how it is with technology. Sometimes. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, you know it. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'm good to go from here on out. Um, let's talk QBs, man. Uh, when when I think about this league, and you start thinking about all the QBs, young and old. I mean, this is a talented, talented league when it comes to quarterbacks man so i thought let's do our top five qbs coming into 2023 who do you think are the best five quarterbacks in the national football league for 2023 yeah i'm gonna go from five to one here uh ladies okay. well, actually i'll go one to five i think we all know who number one is i think everybody uh, you know knows that, that that guy is you know until you know I don't know, man. He, he he's he's something special, man. You know, I don't know if you watch the the quarterbacks on, on, on Netflix, man. He's a different type of breed. Kind of kind of annoyed me a little bit. I didn't think he was that annoying, <laughs> but um, <laughs> with that being said, uh, that's Patrick Mahomes. But hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, he said he loves playing the villain, so we'll let him uh, have that title. But I, I went with number one, Patrick Mahomes. 
Uh, number two, I think with a guy that, um, you know, he kind of, you know, fell short a couple of years, last couple of years. And I didn't realize this guy was this good or was going to be this good coming out of LSU. And that's Joe Burrow, you know, Joe Burrow out of Cincinnati, man. He has a great receiving uh, uh, receiver over there, Jamar Chase. He has Higgins over there as well. Joe Mixon has uh, finally he committed and said he's going to be a, a Bengal. So that's good stuff. I'm looking for big things from Joe Burrow this year. So I went with Joe Burrow number two. Yeah. Number three, I, we, we talked about him earlier, and that's, the, you know, the hero guy, hero ball guy. And that's Josh Allen. Um, okay. I, I just think that if he's playing within the system, Jay, I, I think that and he's trusts his offense other than Diggs. Uh, I think that he can be, uh, you know, an MVP type quarterback. He really can. So I'm going with Josh Allen, number three. And I know I'm going to crack some, crack, uh, uh, take some flack for my top five for sure. But uh, number four, <laughs> I went with my guy, man. I went with my guy, Lamar Demetrius Jackson, man. I just think that, you know, he's finally got the weapons uh, around him. Um, you know, he's got Odell. He's got Zay Flowers. He's got um, – uh, the I can't think uh, his name escapes me. The offensive coordinator from Georgia, uh, I can't think of his name right now. But um, he's come out and said that you know we're going to see a different Lamar. We're going to see the playbook is going to be open for Lamar, and I think that's what Lamar wants to see. And I think any fan of Lamar yeah. wants to see um, you know Lamar be you know just more than a runner, um, you know for sure. And of course he has his big tight end there, Mark Andrews, um, as well. Number five, I, I went with uh with number number twelve, uh Aaron Rodgers. I think okay. he's primed. Uh he's primed, he knows how to play the game. I think he's in the right system. I, I think he gets it done this year. I don't know if it's gonna be enough because again, I still think that it's the Jets or the Jets at the end of the day, no matter how much talent they have on there. But I did go with Aaron Rodgers, and I know a lot of people out there were like, well, what about so-and-so? Listen, this is my top five, so you can put your top five in the order <laughs> you want to. But, yeah, number one, I went with Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Joe Burrow. Number three, Josh Allen. Number four, Lamar Jackson. And number five, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's good stuff, K. Well, we got four out of five similar. I know which so, one you got. So we're, so we're not, we're not uh, too far off. I'll tell you, I, obviously, I have Mahomes at number one as well. I'll tell you what, man, the thing, I always liked him. I, I Obviously, you can't deny his talent, all that. But when I was watching, I don't know if you watched the, um, the, it's called the match, when him and Kelsey played golf against um, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Oh, I did not watch that. a couple weeks that, ago. Yeah. A couple okay. weeks ago. And, and when I watched that, man, that made me view Mahomes a little bit different. Cause he he hit a couple of like clutch putts, like when like when it was just like money on the line to win the hole. He hit a couple of clutch putts, and I was like, it's not that this dude's like a good football player mentality yeah. wise. Like he's just a little bit different. Yeah. Like he's kind of one of those dudes, man. And so that made me start thinking about him a little bit differently. And then like you mentioned the documentaries as well, you kind of get a, a, a little bit of a look at his mindset also. Yeah. So. Mahomes at one. I had Burrow at two, like you. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay consistent and hoping for a better A-Rod, even though I don't really like the guy, K-Walk. Okay, I got right. A-Rod at three. I got A-Rod okay. at three. Um, I went with your guy, Lamar, what did you say? Lamar Demetrius oh, Jackson. Demetrius, yes. Uh-huh. I, I went for four, K-Walk, because you've convinced okay. me. I, I always like Lamar, never really loved him. But you kind of swayed me, man. So I got Lamar okay. at four. Now here's where I'm going to get some hate. But I was projecting this, not saying like what they did, 
in the past, but kind of how I think they're going to be this year. I got Trevor Lawrence at five. I think wow. he's going to have a walk. I wow. think we saw Jacksonville doing the playoffs last year. I think he's going to take a big step forward. So I got Trevor Lawrence in that five spot. So I got Mahomes, wow. Burrow, Aaron, Lamar, Demetrius, and Trevor Lawrence in the five spot. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not mad at yeah. that, Jay. That's actually, I, yeah, I would have him in my top top six. Top, I, I would have him on the. I would put him at six. I would put yeah. him at six. And I know we're going to get a lot of flack from our host, our co-host, Brittany Jones, by not having that guy in uh, Philly. You're not in our top five or yeah. top six. So, but. Hey, you know, we're used to that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I and I wrote down several extra names too. And and Jalen is one of those other names, yeah. But he just didn't he didn't get into my top five. He's he's right on right. the outside looking in. I probably have him around seven, I think. And okay. if I redid the list next next week, maybe he'd be six. I don't know. But yeah. for some reason, man, I feel like Trevor Lawrence is gonna take a big step forward. So so we'll see okay. how that thing plays out. Right. Um, well, I'm mad at that. <clears throat> yeah, man. Let's um, let's do this, K Walk. Let's let's shift gears a little bit here and talk a little bit of NBA because there was a couple of NBA topics that came up this week. I think one of the big ones is Joel Embiid. You know, a lot of turmoil yeah. in Philly, a lot of drama in Philly. We don't know what's going to happen with James Harden or not. Tyrese Maxey's name has been rumored in some trade talk. There's different things. Yeah. Embiid said, "Look, I want to win a title. You know, it can be here in Philly." Or it could be somewhere else. What do you think of that, K-Walk? Was that a message? Was that Embiid just trying to get some attention? Like, how do you feel about those comments? And does Philly need to be worried now? Yeah, to answer your your, your second question first, Jay, yeah, I think they definitely have to be uh, worried there because of the fact that the matter is he's saying, listen, I'm ready to win. You guys, he kind of gave the, uh, the, I don't want to call it an ultimatum, but it sounds like it's a, it's a subliminal type of ultimatum, if you will, because he's kind of like put like Dame put Portland in that situation. Like, listen, I'm trying to win here. I want to win here. I want to be. I want to win here. I want to win now. But you guys got to surround me with some some vets. I don't want to be in a rebuilding mode or or in a youth uh, youth movement, if you will. That's what Dame yeah. said. So I think Joel is the same way. Joel is saying, listen, you got to go out here. And get these guys, get these. I don't know if he's referring to Zach Levine. I don't know if he's referring to Dame Lillard. I, I don't know who he's referring to, but I know he's he's selling somebody to make a move to get some uh, some better players in um, you know in Philly. Otherwise, you know, I'm I'm gone. I'm going to demand a trade, and you're going to have to send me to to wherever. Um, you know, a contender. I don't know what his contract is like. I don't know if he has a you know a no trade clause in there or what have you. But if he does have a no trade clause then he can control where he goes, you know, you know, ultimately. So I yeah. think the Philly, I think Philly has to be worried right now because they're, they're looking right now. Like they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. They fired doc. Of course they bring in Nick, Nick, uh, Nick nurse, which is a good move. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think Nick yeah. nurse is, a, is, a, is a, a great head coach, but James Harden wants out. So what are we getting for James Harden? You're not making any moves right now to get James Harden out of there and getting any quality players in here. So what are we looking at right now? I know it's a long summer, but it's getting late early. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely think that uh, Joel Embiid, um, uh, Joel Embiid, 
is on the cusp of leaving. He he wants to win a championship. He sees Joker win the championship, and now Joker's looking at him like, mm-hmm. now, you know, I, I, I won a championship. You're not going to get – you're not in a position to win a championship. I won without, yeah. you know, these big-time names. You know, I do have Jamal Murray, but all the other guys around me are guys that they brought in or they drafted, you know, maybe brought one, one – uh, one free agent here, one free agent here, just to fill some spots. But Philly's right now, Philly's trying to get all of these guys in here, all of these big time names, and it's not working for them. So yeah, I think Joel Embiid does. You know, he he wants to be like Joker, man. If not better. Yeah, man. And the funny thing is, like Embiid is like the um, he's the last piece to that trust the process puzzle, so to speak. Yes, you yes, know, like yes. the, uh, everybody else is kind of gone <laughs> or have moved on. He's the yes. last piece of trust the process. If he's out of there, you know, like if he ends up leaving or getting traded or demanding a trade, whatever it is, like, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't even know if it's a limb. I don't think he's winning a title anytime soon. I really don't. I don't think they're going to win a title with Joel Embiid in a Sixers uniform. I think the competition in the East, number one, and then obviously you're going to have to beat whoever comes out of the West. Number two, I don't think I think Philly is fumble the opportunity, so to speak. They had Simmons, they Embiid, Harden, all the pieces to that so-called process. I think is going to ultimately be viewed as an epic fail. I don't think yeah. they're going to win a championship. I really don't. I agree. So I agree. for Embiid to kind of put that out into the airwaves, maybe he's starting to see the writing mm-hmm. on the wall as well. Um, Absolutely. Because for me, and you tell me what you think, K-Walk, like I don't think, for me, James Harden just doesn't play winning basketball. To me, James Harden isn't, if he's running your team, you're not winning the championship. And maybe Embiid sees that writing on the wall. But what do you think they got to do with Harden? Do you think he stays? Do you think he goes? What would you do with Harden if you're in that position? Yeah, you definitely got to let you got definitely got to trade him because I think he came out what a week ago to to whatever the the, uh, the time frame was and he reiterated the fact that he wanted to be traded. So I don't know why he's still and in, 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 you know under contract with the Sixers. I think they have to move him to wherever he wants to be moved. Or again, I don't know who has a no trade clause in their contracts, but you know trade him, get some value back for this guy. You know, put some guys around, you know, Tyrese Maxey, Joel Embiid, um, and those guys. I don't know. I've been hearing rumors. It's, it's a four-team trade that's going to send – this is uh, going to send Dame Lillard to Miami, P.J. Tucker to the Clippers. It's, it's so many different – so many different yeah. scenarios, but I'm, I, I, but I am hearing – um, and James Harden going to the Clippers. I think that's what one of, one of the, uh, the, the trades were. But um, whatever you can get back from, from Harden – you do it, but I like I'm with you, Jay. I don't see them getting anything back in any trade that they get they they have with, with Harden that's including Harden that's going to make Philly and an, you know an immediate contender. I just think they're they're they have taken a step back. We've seen you mentioned you know that he's not a, a winning uh player, and, and you and you kind of scratch your head with him. You've seen him in the first game of the Boston series last year, um, last yeah. season, this past season, when Embiid was out hurt. He had 45 points. Then they yeah. go, they get to game seven, and he has what nine points? He's invisible. Eight points, whatever yeah. it was. Yes. I don't understand like how you disappear, completely disappear in a game seven. You win that game, you move on to you know to the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals, where you haven't been since what 2001. So <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it's time to get um uh James Harden out of there as quickly as possible. 
and 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 uh, show Joel and B that you know you're true. You're 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 um, you're really want to win, and you know we're all about you. We want to keep you here, and we're going to show you that we want to win, and we're going to surround you with the pieces that uh, that can get it done. But as of right now, it's looking bad for Philly for sure. And I'll tell you, man, the tricky thing about um, Harden is like if I'm a GM. And someone calls like, "Hey, I'm going to make it. I'm not giving up a whole lot, you know. I'm, right. I'm not going to gut my roster for James Hart. Right. Like, I'm I'm just not going to do that. So I think it, it kind of leaves Philly in a in a tough spot with Harden because he wants to get out of there. But if I'm a GM from another team, I'm just not sure of how much value he's actually going to bring. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll be right. fine in the regular season. He'll give you 25. But when, when it's really money time, when, when it's really playoff time, I just don't view him as that guy that's going to get you over the hump. So nah, I nah. can't really give up a whole lot for a guy like James Harden. All right, man, your boy, my boy, <laughs> kidding, LeBron James <laughs> has, has, uh, has been in the news, man. And I don't I, – I, we didn't talk about this, K-Walk, but – that SB speech, I hated it. I'm just going to come yeah. right out and tell you, man, I hated it. I thought it, I, I, I just yeah. didn't like it. So let's talk about that first. Like him getting up there talking about retirement and, oh, I'm coming back. Like I felt like it just felt odd to me. It felt yeah. like it was a little bit attention grabbing to me. Yeah. But what did you think? I don't want to poison the jury here, but what did you think about nah, it? Nah, nah, nah. You're absolutely right, Jay. I'm with you on this. You don't, no, no, there's no poison here at all. I felt the same way, Jay. I felt it was Miami all over again. I felt, you know, when he announced that, you know, that, you know, that he's going to go to Miami, he's going to take his talents to South Beach and made a big deal of it on ESPN. Um, yeah, that's what I felt like it was all over again. And, you know, he yeah. said, you know, you guys are, are lucky. Um, I'm not there yet. Like, you were lucky, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with you. I could be biased. I know he said, you know, there's people out there who love me, people out there who hate me. I'm not going to go as far as saying that I, I hate, because I don't hate anyone, and I hate such a right. strong word. But I, I definitely don't love the brother. I definitely don't love the brother, man. And <laughs> I think that, yeah, he took that opportunity, man, to bring attention to himself. Like, he needs to do that, man. Like, he needs to. I right. think he he's addicted to attention, man. He's addicted to attention. We see him on, on the court with all the fouls and, you know, all the flopping, which is going to be eliminated next next season. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then, you know, then he wants to jump in there and he wants to coach Bronny, which I get because, I, you know, I, I've done it too. But I think he's doing it for a different reason. I think he does it yeah. because he wants to be in the limelight. He wants to be all eyes on me. But, yeah, I agree with you, Jay. I did not like that speech whatsoever. Yeah, man, for me, it was just another one of those little things that irks me about LeBron James. Like you, yeah. I don't hate yeah. the man. Obviously, you yeah. have to admire everything that he's done. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But absolutely. it was just another one of those things that just bothered me. Like, it was so uncalled mm -hmm. for. And then, like, and I get, I know Savannah's his wife, and she's going to ride for him, and that's the great. Goat. But I didn't think her sitting up there saying he's the goat. He's like, the goat. and that's how I know that they know that he's not the goat. Because the if, goat. You really <laughs> right. it, if you really you believed it, if you really believed it, you would not say it. You would not say yeah, it. If you, you really say thought it. you were, you would never <laughs> say it. Never, MJ never said it. I think Kobe probably deep in his heart believed that nobody was better than him, but you never mm -hmm. heard 
him say, right. I'm the GOAT. You never hear Kareem say, I'm the GOAT. Nope. And to me, that's why I think they know LeBron's not, because they're the only yeah. ones that have to keep saying, oh, I'm the GOAT, I'm the GOAT. Like, that, yeah. So those two <laughs> things bothered me. It, it bothered me. Yeah, I agree. Walk. But um, I guess he's switching numbers back now, right? Is he, is he yeah, yeah. getting rid of six and he's going back yeah. to 23? What your yeah, thoughts on that? And I know you had brought up if you thought maybe 23 would eventually yeah. be retired, maybe league wide. So talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand where he's he's coming from, you know, and I respect him for that. You're saying, you know, he's going to get rid of six or he's going to go back to 23 in honor of Bill Russell, and I respect him for that. I mean, that, you know, I mean, that was uh, you know a good move there. But again, he's going back to 23. So which leads me to believe, you know, we know that the, the greatest tournament 23 of all time, and in, in, in our opinion, um, is is the GOAT, <laughs> Michael, Jer- yeah. Michael Jeffrey Jordan, yeah. you know. So um, it, it, I just wonder, like, you know, if it's ever going to be retired and if it's going to be retired, is it going to be because of LeBron? Is it going to be because of uh, 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 Michael Do- Michael Jordan? And what's it going to take for them? I mean, we already know that MJ's already retired. LeBron's about, according to him, two, three years away from retirement from who got from the speech. It sounded like he's got a couple of years left in him. You yeah. know, does it have to be when MJ passes away? You know, what, what's it going to be? But I think ultimately, in my opinion, Jay, I want to ask you this, but uh, um, ask your opinion. But I think it'll ultimately be uh, it, it'll be uh, uh, it'll be retired league wise. Again, I don't know if it's going to take for him to pass away you know, like Bill Russell did, or will it be before then? But, you know, what say you? Because they, they did name the, the uh, MVP award after MJ, you know, the, yeah. new, the new award. So, I, you know, what, what, what say you about that? <laughs> yeah, man, it's interesting because you, you would wonder, like, what does the circumstance have to be in order for them to decide, okay, nobody can wear 23 anymore, right? Like, right. if they didn't do it when he retired – And then you're right. Like, would it have to be his death that leads Mm -hmm. to it? Um, So it's it's kind of a a weird situation. And yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Are there any other numbers out there that aren't wearable? Is there anybody else out there that you can't wear a number? So I don't know, Mm -hmm. man. I think. Yeah. I think I I would be cool if it was retired just to show that Mm -hmm. respect to MJ. I just don't know right. if they will retire because I don't know. If, and, yeah, and maybe, yeah. maybe at his death like that, I could see it maybe mm-hmm. happening then because I just think otherwise it might be weird for them just to all of a sudden one day. Right. Right. Just right. Really for no reason. Hey, nobody right. can wear 23 anymore. So that that's mm-hmm. definitely going to be interesting. And okay, well, I know we didn't talk about this, man. So if you're not <clears throat> super familiar with it, we, we can move on, but I meant to, to, to mention it to you. The um, the NBA in-season tournament. Any mm-hmm. early thoughts on that? What they're going to do with that? Do you like it? Do you not like it? What, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I didn't see this, Jay, but um, when you say in-season tournament, like what does it consist of? What's the what's the reasoning behind it? I didn't so see they're, that. So they're basically I, – I, in, the, in the WNBA, they have something called the Commissioner's Cup where they like okay. they, they certain games throughout the year – are commissioners oh, okay. cup games. And then okay. the two teams with the best record at some point, they're going to play a game for the commissioners cup. And the NBA okay. is going to do something similar to that this season where they're going to have an in season tournament, like through they they've divided all the teams up into like, like maybe five or six 
six teams in a in a quad mm-hmm. in, in a in a bracket. And as they okay. play out games throughout the year, they're going to keep track of commissioners' cup type games. Oh, okay. And then gotcha. they're going to okay. give out like some kind of in season award for it, basically. Nah, I don't like that, Jay. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't see the point <laughs> yeah. of doing it. Um, yeah. I think, um, th- yeah, I don't. I don't see the point in it. Uh, in it. Uh, yeah, that's where I know, and it's going to be regular season games, correct? And it still be when yeah. losses towards their record and things of that nature. Yeah. I get it now, the way you explained it. But yeah, I don't like it, Jay. I, I don't see the point in doing it. Um, I, it's not like uh, I can see the NBA, a WNBA, doing it because. You know, they need to market themselves a lot more. Yeah. Whereas the W, yeah. I mean, whereas the NBA, they don't really have to do that. They're getting their money. They're getting their attention. You know, we're watching these play, watching some of these teams due to certain players like the Pelicans because of Zion Williamson. I mean, you really wouldn't watch the Pelicans otherwise. So, yeah, I don't see the point in doing it. Um, I don't know if it's a marketing tool. I don't I just don't see the point in it. So, no, I don't like it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't either, man. Um, I don't know if they're trying to do it to, to eliminate some of the um, load management to get yeah. people to play. Okay. Oh, this is a commissioner's cup game. You need to play. But I don't think okay. NBA players care. Like, yeah, I don't are think you really yeah. going to care Like, if you win the in-season tournament but don't win the NBA championship? Like, yeah. I don't think that's going to be enough to get guys motivated to care yeah, about a game in the too. middle of February or something like that. So yeah, I, I don't love it. I guess we'll, we'll get more information about it and see how it plays out, but it, it you're right. It yeah. just doesn't seem like it makes sense to me right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Good stuff. K walk. Let's take a break. Um, when we come back guys, K walk's going to take this thing over. He's got a couple <laughs> of great segments for us to get into. You're listening to the sideline speaks with Kevin Walker and Jason Collins. And we'll be right back. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sideline Speaks with Brittany Jones, Jason Collins, and Kevin Walker. Uh, Brittany Jones, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, she is out handling some personal matters. Uh, So hopefully we'll see her next week. Um, Good stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be worried. It's all good stuff. Um, So uh, I'm taking over here and want to start our segment here, a one-ticket segment. What I do is I give um, four events and then I uh, issue one ticket. And I want to ask Jason uh, what ticket uh, he would use uh, for the event. Now, I was prepared to have two here, uh, meaning one for Brittany and one for Jason. So, Jason, this is strictly for you because um, I know okay. you're right now you're a cowboy guy. 
you're a cowboy guy. I know that may <laughs> change. You know, it's, it's subject to change at any moment, ladies and gentlemen, at any That's moment. Right. That's but, right. But um, <laughs> so we got one ticket, Jay. And since it's the, 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 the season is just starting, it's on us training camps and some some training camps, rookies reported today. So for the next week, training camps are starting to open for the rookies and the veterans. So in honor of uh, NFL coming back, ladies and gentlemen, thank God. Um, this is for the, the games. This is for the Cowboys games. And which there's four games here, Jay, throughout the season. And I want to know which ticket you would use for uh, any okay. of these four games. All right. The first right. game is the, uh, is the Cowboys at Giants. It's the week one game. It's a Sunday okay. night game, right? Week two, you talked about the Jets. It's the Jets at the Giants in week two. It's a 425 Jets, game. Jets versus Giants? Jets. I mean, I'm sorry, Jets uh, at Cowboys. I'm sorry. At Cowboys. Jets at Cowboys. Jets, Cowboys. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then you got number three. You got the Cowboys at 49ers. That's the week Ooh. five game. That's also a Sunday night game. Okay. And the number four and number four, you got the Eagles at Cowboys. Hmm. And that's week 14. Also another primetime game Sunday night football. Yeah, four events. Which ticket are you using that for? Those are all great tickets, man. Especially those last three, because the Cowboys, yeah. Jets, that'll be in mm-hmm. not necessarily traditional matchup, but will be interesting right. nonetheless, just because all the hype that's been around the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um I love the Cowboys 49ers in week five, you know, because mm-hmm. by week five, you you kind of are who you, know. you are. So that'll be yep. a very good test for Cowboys fans. Cowboys Eagles is a great rivalry. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, week 14, that, that game could decide the division. I mean, that there could be a lot on the line for, for that, for that football game, for sure. Was this tough game? Well, I think I, I was going to go Cowboys 49ers, but I just convinced myself. I think I'm going to go Cowboys Eagles week 14. <laughs> I feel like there'll be a lot on the line okay. there. That could be a yeah. game for the division. Uh, the hatred's going to be hot. You know, Sunday night football, I don't think it gets much bigger than that. So I'm going to go Eagles Cowboys week 14. I'll cash my ticket in for that one. All right, good stuff, good stuff. All right, Jay, I got a bonus one here, man. This is these are okay. uh, day one games. All right, these are day one, all okay. day one games. All right, so the okay. first one is the uh, we got the Bills at Jets. We got yep. the 49ers at Steelers. Got the Bengals at Browns. Mm. And you got the Dolphins at Chargers. Those are those are good, man. Um Man, I think I try to pick games that I, of teams that I enjoy. Watch. I like watching the Dolphins. I like watching the 49ers. That Bengals-Browns matchup is going to be heated. That'll be a hot yeah. matchup for sure. But I think I'm going to go Bills-Jets, man. A, a division okay. game. Um, a lot of anticipation. Everybody in the world wants to see what the Jets are going to look like under Aaron Rodgers. The Bills are not going to lay down and, and let them have an easy right. one. I think that's going to be a really good game week one. So I'm going to cash my ticket for Bills-Jets. You know what, Jay? As a four, Even though I'm a 49er fan and I would love to go see him at Pittsburgh, I want to see that Bills-Jets game in person because yeah. it's going to be in it's going to be uh, in New York. That crowd is going to be crazy. We know the expectations surrounded by around um, Aaron Rodgers and everyone you mentioned. And the Bills as well. It's a division game. 
Uh, we, we we talked about who's going to win the division and earlier in the show. So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to take the Bills at Jets, too. I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. That's going to be a good All right. Game. All right. Yeah, for sure. All right. Good stuff here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm going to switch over to our, our next segment here, and that's the Who Am I segment. And then what it is, ladies and gentlemen, if you're first-time listener, is I give you what college they played at. I give you what uh, team they were drafted by, and I give you the last team that they played for. And then uh, Jason gives me the uh, the player that he thinks uh, it is. All right, Jay, you got a sense of theme here, but I'll start it off with this okay. one. If you don't get this one, Jay, if you don't get this one, you might, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> it's going to be a long night if I don't get this yeah, one. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't get this one. All right, he played at Wisconsin. Okay. He was drafted by, he was drafted by the New York Giants. Oh, and he last played okay. for the Houston Texans. Okay. That that's got to be Ron. That's got to be Ron Dane, right? The Great Dane. Go. That's yeah, Great Dane. Okay. All right, I'm gonna say because he's a South Jersey guy, Overbrook. Yeah, yeah, that guy. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Next one. Um, I played at Nebraska. I was drafted by the 49ers, and I last played for the Minnesota Vikings. Who am I? Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska and drafted by the 49ers. Man, I don't know, K-Walk. Nebraska. I, I can't even think of too many. I, I mean, I obviously there's Nebraska guys drafted mm -hmm. by the 49ers. Last played for who? The Minnesota Vikings. Last played for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know, K-Walk. I don't have right. a name. A, I can't even think of a right. guy. Who I am Roger it? Craig. Roger Craig. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I see. I didn't even know Roger Craig went to Nebraska. I, yeah, I would have never got that. I would never got that. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm confident you're going to get this one, Jam. I'm, I'm very confident you'll get this one. All right. I played at Oklahoma State. I was drafted okay. by the Buffalo Bills. Ooh. And I last played for the Miami Dolphins. Who am I? Man, when you said Oklahoma State, my mind went to um, Ocho Cinco, but it's not. I just thought of it. It's got to be Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas, you are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, next one here we got. Uh, I played at Notre Dame. I was drafted okay. by the 49ers, mm. and I last played for the Seattle Seahawks. Who am I? Notre Dame, drafted by the 49ers. Man, that's tough. I'm just going to say, I don't even know if this guy went to the Notre Dame. But who, Kittle, I'm just going to say George Kittle. Okay. Um, no, no, it's actually Ricky Waters. <laughs> Ricky running water. Okay. Ricky running yeah. waters. Yeah, I should have known that. I should have knew that <laughs> yeah. one. I should have knew that. Ricky that's, a, that's my All right. <laughs> All right. The theme there, man, was running backs. You know, we talked about the running backs and how they're possibly going to be obsolete. So I went with the running back theme. For and I didn't even pick up on it, <laughs> <laughs> I did not pick up on it. All right, good stuff there, Jay. Good stuff. So I'll turn it back over to you. And uh, if you if you got a rant, uh, we can we can do our rants, or unless you got something. Yeah, else. let's let, let's, let's do our. 
Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. No, I know what you were I was going to say. Let's do movies? our movies first. Let's do movies. our movies yeah. first, man. Right. Because, okay, well, we, we overlap on a lot of things sports wise. I mean, even uh-huh. tonight, our quarterbacks, we had four out uh-huh. of five the same. We both picked Miami to win the AFC East. We're on the same page about LeBron and Harden and Embiid. I don't think our movies are going to overlap at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay, well. But they might. You never know. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I told K-Walk to put together a Mount Rushmore of his favorite uh, movies. Now, keep in mind, guys, these are not necessarily what we think are the best movies all time. No. These are no. our favorite movies. Yeah. Okay? So don't come at us saying, oh, how could you weave off this or that? This is just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what we enjoy, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. All yeah. right, Kay, well, give it to me, man. What, what is your Mount Rushmore of movies? <sighs> Jay, this was so tough. The first two were easy. I knocked them out the box as soon as I saw this topic. Now, the next two are tough, man. So my my uh, my George Washington is easy. I can watch this movie a thousand times. I can recite this movie back forwards and backwards or backwards and forwards. And that's the Smokey and the Bandit, ladies and gentlemen. Smoking the Bandit is by far my favorite movie. My wife would tell you, I have the shirt. I have all of you. It comes on. I'm watching it. I don't even need to. I, sometimes I don't even turn the volume up because I know it word for word. So Smokey and the Bandit is my George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want. It just be whatever. But that's my, that's, that's my movie, man. I love that movie to death, man. Um, my second one, my Thomas Jefferson here. It's life with um, with Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Bernie Mac. I mean, I tell you, that's another movie that I can recite forwards and backwards. Keeps me laughing every time. Another movie I don't need to watch on uh, on on uh, with the volume up. Now, this one, ladies and gentlemen, this is where I I this I did had no idea. There's so many different movies. I went with series. I went with the Bad Boys series. I went with Fast and Furious series. But I just went with one movie, man. I just remember me when I was when I was young. I watched this movie, and then it got me wanting to be a great dancer. And that's Saturday Night Fever, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Which I wasn't with expecting that. <laughs> I know. I know our audiences are like, "What is this guy? What is this guy?" I swear to you today, ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why I dance. I had a picture of me in a white suit doing the doing the John Travolta dance, man. <laughs> Love the movie, man. Love the movie. Um, and last, uh, my Abraham Lincoln here. Oh, that was my Theodore Roosevelt. My Abraham Lincoln here. My last one. It's uh, it's Top Gun. It's Top Gun with yeah, Tom Cruise. I mean, I know that's another movie that I can watch. Even though Maverick was better, I thought Maverick was better. I don't know if you guys watched that one or not. I thought Maverick was better, but Top Gun, I, I watched Maverick for scenes. Top Gun, I watched the whole movie. And I loved everything yeah. about it, Goose, everything, man. So those yeah. are my those are my yeah. top four. Those are my Mott Rushmore. Smokey and the Bandit, Life, Saturday Night Fever, Top Gun. And I tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday Night Fever and Top Gun, if we do this again, may not be there. But Smokey and the Band in the Life will definitely be there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, Wait, that's good stuff, is. man. And, and true to form, we have no overlap whatsoever. <laughs> I, 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 I have that. never, I don't think I've ever seen Smokey and the Bandit. I don't think I've ever seen it, K-Walk. And um, Saturday Night Fever, I may have like caught a glimpse of it here and mm-hmm. there, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Life, obviously, I've seen. Top Gun, I've seen mm-hmm. as well. I like both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, 
All right, man, my Mount Rushmore, I, I'm kicking it off here. You said you're George Washington. I, I I went back and forth between my top two, but I went with Boomerang, man. I, I just, I love Almost Boomerang. That, yes. that is a, that's my movie, man. I, I just Almost watched it a couple weeks ago. There's yes. so much good stuff in that movie. So uh, Boomerang is, 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 is number one for me. <clears throat> then I went and tell me if you've seen this one, K-Walk. I went with Goodwill Hunting. Um, oh, yes. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Um, um, ben Affleck. Uh, who's ben the Affleck? actor that, that Ben Affleck helped write it? Um, who's the actor yeah. Mort that passed away? Oh, well, Robin, uh, Robin was, Williams. He was Robin Williams. Man, he was tremendous yeah, yeah, yeah. in that movie yes, as well. Yes, yes. So, Goodwill Hunting, man, that is Goodwill. that is definitely uh, mm-hmm. a favorite of mine. All right, so that was my number two. Number three, man, I went with Boiler Room. Do you remember that one? Wow, um, Jay, I've seen that a thousand, almost a thousand times. Yes. And I was done I right here on Long movie, Island. Man. Yes, yes. I, I love yes. that movie, man. That, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And then my last one, um, Bridget Fonda in Point of No Return. It's an older movie, oh, like from the yeah. 90s, but that's I a good one, once. man, where she's like, um, she's like, uh, like a, spy? a spy, like a hitman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah, that's a good I tried yeah. to watch it yesterday, but. but they wanted to make me pay for it. I was like, I'm not sp- all these streaming services. Right. Somebody should yeah. be showing this for free. I'm not paying for it. But point of no return was my number before. So boomerang, goodwill hunting, boiler room, point of no return. And just like UK walk, boomerang and goodwill hunting will be there. Mm-hmm. If we did this next week, maybe boiler room, point of no return. I might sw- switch them, swap them out. But those are my four for yeah. this week, man. Jay, and it's so funny because I I came this close to putting uh, Boomerang in my in my top four because that is a great movie. That is a, an excellent yeah, movie. I remember classic, watching it. Man. I remember watching it in the movie theater with a couple of our buddies from high school. Great movie, man. Yeah, absolutely. That might be in my top four next time, Jay. If we, if we do that, and Boiler Room, uh, outstanding movie. Vin Diesel, Nia Long's in that. Um, yeah, I forget uh, Giovanni. Uh, isn't that it? Yeah, they did that right here on Long Island. So that's a great movie. True yeah, story. That was so. a good movie, man. That's a really yeah, good, good stuff. Movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was good stuff, man. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, we're sure. going to have to get sure. Brit to, uh, we're going to have to get Brit to put together, um, her, her movies, man. I'd like to see what she could come up with as well. For sure. For um, sure. <clears throat> all right, man, let's get into our rants. Uh, every week we mm-hmm. like to do a little rant one minute just to say whatever's on your mind, whatever's on your heart. Okay, Walk, I'll let you kick it off first here, man. What you got for us this week? Yeah, it's kind of what I've been talking. We've been talking about for the majority of the show, but this is more of a PSA, man, and that's with the running backs in the NFL. I mean, it seems like they're just becoming uh, obsolete, Jay, as I, as I mentioned earlier, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, like, we're going to start seeing more, um, you know, running backs or, or, or players in the backfield like a Christian McCaffrey, a guy that can do multiple things. He can you know, not only be a running back, but can receive the ball out of, out of the backfield as well. We've seen the 49ers do that with Debo Samuels, uh, you know, last year. You know, he got them far in the playoffs. They actually beat the, the Green Bay Packers by doing that. And I think we're going to start to see that. I think we're going to start to see what they call them, a wide back. I think yeah. we may start to see that, Jay, uh, for sure. It just seems like, you know, the, the shelf life of a running back. And all of these offenses now, Jay, it just seems like they're pass-heavy. 
They need more receivers, yep. you know, especially out of the backfield. And this is why you're probably not seeing Ezekiel Elliott get signed. Well, Dalvin Cook, he's kind of like that guy. You know, he's kind of like that that running back. Um, Saquon Barkley can be that guy, but, you know, he's he's right now he's a running back. So I think we're going to start to see the running backs, um, the running back position uh, transform to a more of a wide back, if you will. <clears throat> yeah, no, good stuff, K-Walk. I agree 100%, man. Um the league is changing and changing and, um, you know, people are going to have to adapt, especially if you're thinking about being a traditional tailback. I think those days are probably over and you never know, like it might cycle back around at some point, Mm -hmm. but right now it feels like those days are over. All right, man, my rant tonight and hook, man, I don't want to come up because like you've heard me talk about the WNBA all the time. You know, I watch a, a ton of WNBA. I love the WNBA. But if someone just saw this for the first time, they would think I was hating on the WNBA. But mm-hmm. I feel like the WNBA All-Star game, I felt like they missed an opportunity, K-Walk. They played it kind of like the NBA All-Star game. No mm-hmm. defense, just running up and down the court, layups, open mm-hmm. jump shots. It was unwatchable for me. And I felt like at a time where there's not a whole lot of sports on, where where you've got some eyes on your league that maybe aren't always on your league, I thought they should have went out and competed and showed how good they were rather than just out there playing around, not playing any defense whatsoever. I actually think that they they missed an opportunity to show the doubters how good they were. I like the WNBA, so – I'm yeah. going to keep watching, but the all-star game, it was unwatchable, man, because they just they didn't play any defense whatsoever. Yeah. So they missed an opportunity there. So, ladies, yeah. I love you, but I just don't yeah. feel like your league is in a spot right now where you can afford to do that. The NBA guys get away with it. It's the NBA, yeah. whatever. I thought they should have competed and just showed people how good they actually yes. were, but yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, that's a great point, Jay. That's a great point, and and I think Brittany Griner should have called. I think she called an Uber on that uh, that dunk. I don't know. She traveled <laughs> like a <well, laughs> yeah. gracious. Yeah. And then they threw the four, and, and they had the four pointer in there as well. I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring excitement to it. But I agree with you, Jay. Yeah. Show what you could do on both ends of the court, especially if you know this one game and everyone's going to be watching it. You know. Yeah. You know, because it's kind of hard to find it as it is. You know, we don't know what yeah. channel it's going to be on, you know, for the most part. So go out there and, and, and compete, like Jay said. I agree. Yeah, man. And I thought the four-pointer, I get it. It's entertaining, but they shot way too many of them. There was one point them, in yeah. the game where they were just shooting four-pointers. Mm-hmm. You shoot a four. You shoot a four. You shoot a four. <laughs> it wasn't basketball. And I get it. It's an all-star game. But I thought, man, you guys had a chance to capitalize yeah. on something and didn't do it. Um, all right, man, let's do our who's balling segment. Every week we want to shout out a team, a player, a coach, anybody. As someone has just been absolutely getting it done. Um, I got a bag, I got two ready just in case we have the same okay. one. So I'm gonna I let you go too. first, okay. K Walk, and see see what you got first here. Oh, I appreciate it because I had two as well. Cause I think we might have the same one if, if you know I know yeah. how we think sometimes. So, but um I'm I don't know if you have this one, but uh, I'll go with this one nonetheless. I'm gonna go with uh Carlos Alcaraz, the uh the 20 year old who won Wilmington. Um uh, he beats uh, oh, Nikolai yeah. he uh, Djokovic. Yes. yes, I mean, I mean went to five sets and um 20 years old, man, and he went out there and and 
and they they took it to the limit, man. They really took it to the limit. This guy is very athletic, um, and he just makes some incredible shots. He stays focused, man. He's again, he's only 20 years old. I can't reiterate that enough, man. And he went out there and and he showed that the I think a lot of people are going to call him the goat. Um, and Djokovic, um, you know, he just yeah. broke um, um, uh, broke Federer's record, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. Uh, so it was excellent. I mean, he was one six seven six six one uh, three six and six four. So it, it went to the limit, ladies and gentlemen. So, but um, my man uh, Carlos Alcaraz was I had, I had the prop ready was bold. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was an entertaining match. That was an outstanding yeah, sure. match, man. So yeah, you're you're spot on with that one. Um, I'm gonna go Sabrina Inescu, man. Uh, the WNBA so, yeah, Skills Challenge backup, yeah. three three point shot. She hit 24 out of 26, I think. Only missed two shots the whole time. Just mm-hmm. an unbelievable shooting performance, man. So um, there were some people online saying, oh, the line's closer, this and that. I don't care where the line is. Right. That was a heck of a shooting performance. So For sure. Sabrina For sure. Nescu absolutely balling in the three-point contest. She she was outstanding, man. And that was my backup, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, I figured. I figured we both had that one. So yeah. I, I, had, I had another one ready to go just in case. Um, all right, man. No, Brittany Jones. So we we get we get out a little bit early tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. But before we go, K Walk, man, tell the people where they can find you. If there's anything you're looking forward to, anything you need to plug, just take it away. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find me, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see right there on Twitter at Kevin Walker one four two. Facebook, Kevin Walker, on uh, Instagram and Thread. I uh, signed up for that um, last week. Um, yeah. That's Kevin, <laughs> Kevin.Walker142. Uh, um, you can catch me tomorrow night on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, Sports Talk with K Walk and E. Scott. Uh, the link will be on those uh, those social media um, uh, pages that I uh, just gave to you. So check that out, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, being entertaining. Sometimes Jay makes an appearance. Maybe he can make an appearance tomorrow night. He kicked my tail in one of the segments. We have a segment, ladies and gentlemen. He kicked my tail last week. So maybe he'll come on and allow me to redeem myself. But check that out tomorrow night for sure. Again, never had a so good sports radio. What I'm looking forward to this week, Jay, uh, just baseball um, and tennis. Actually, my wife, I just realized my wife's uh, high school reunion is Saturday. So I, okay. I get a chance to, to go there Saturday night. I forgot all about it. I was looking at the I was looking at the calendar today and I was like, okay, when is when is the camps open up? I'm looking at the calendar and I, she wrote on their high school reunion. I'm like, what is this? And she's like, I told you months ago. I was like, come on, you can't tell me months ago. And you to remember. So I was like, right, oh right. man. So I had to push my mind for you. So I'm looking forward to that for sure, Jeff. Yeah, man, you get to go get your uh, Saturday night fever on. So that'll be yeah, that'll there you be go. Good, good stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> be all good, man. Quick, so yeah, that's quick. good stuff. <laughs> and yeah, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you haven't given um, sports talk with K Walk and E Scott an opportunity, go get go ahead and give that show a listen, man. That they they do a phenomenal job with that show. Okay. So give give that a listen. Uh, you guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and, and threads now as well. College football is getting ready to ramp up, so I'm going to get ready to ramp up some more TikTok here real soon. So I'll be back active on that as well. Gotcha. Um, 
and yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to enjoying these last few days of summer before I have to go back to work oh, here in about a, oh, about a week or so. Oh, so uh, I'm just going to try to enjoy my last week off here before I'm back in the fire. Um, but good <laughs> stuff tonight, K Walk, man. That was a lot of fun. Ladies and yes. gentlemen, we'll be back next next Tuesday. Brittany will be back. So we'll have the whole gang back together next Tuesday at 7 p.m. We appreciate you guys listening. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that share button. And uh, we will see you next week. So for Kevin Walker and Jason Collins, thank you. And we'll see you next time.